Welcome to the Real Estate Lowdown. I'm your host, Bill Bymel. The Real Estate Lowdown is your weekly opportunity to step into the conversations going on in today's real estate and mortgage markets. We explore terms and concepts of the industry, post interviews of intriguing industry cohorts from high net worth investors to real estate agents just making their mark. We will share our love of all things real estate, bringing you the most innovative and sustainable real estate lifestyle ideas each and every week. If you enjoy what you hear today, hit the follow button, subscribe, so you don't miss an episode, and please share your support with a quick review. You can find me on the web at billbymel.com, and thanks for joining this episode of the Real Estate Lowdown. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Lowdown. Today's episode is another in our long series of what we call our Real Tidbit series. This is where we, rather than interview someone or where I actually spend the morning or day with you talking about a specific topic, whether it's real estate related, mortgage related, capital markets related, or just human related, the Real Tidbit series is meant to inform you. It's meant to be an encyclopedia of terms. It's meant to to dig deep. And hopefully, if you like what you hear on the Real Estate Lowdown, you will subscribe and you'll pass the word along to friends and family. You know, it's my goal to really have it be a glimpse inside the world of humans that are operating inside the real estate industry. And with that said, no better time to talk about what today's real tidbit topic is, and that is human capital. Human capital. Isn't that interesting? Here we are, figured, you know, we do so much talking talk about assets and we talk about assets in the form of real estate. We talk in, about assets in the form of mortgages. We talk about assets in the form of all different types of hard assets. But the most important capital of all, I contend, and the most important asset that any one of us can have, especially if we are looking to build a team with extraordinary goals and missions, The most important asset is the human capital that you have on your as part at your disposal. You know, it's very easy for me in particular to get caught up in wanting to do, do, do. You know, one of the the great maturations of my life for the great growing up portions of my life, as far as in business is concerned, is realizing that I can't do it all myself, that maybe I'm not the best at it. Or even if I am the best, my time would be better spent trusting that work to the group of loyal, smart people. Now, I've always been a team player. So, you know, it's one thing, you know, to be a team player is different than really understanding, respecting, and valuing what the human capital is that is surrounding you. Yes, because as I've gotten older and I've looked at historically folks that have been most successful, you know, it, it appears to me that the the true leaders in this world 
are folks that know how to harness the efforts of those around them. I have taken leadership course after leadership course. I've read books on the matter. And, you know, it doesn't stop me from just being who I am. Certainly think I respect and and folks, and I think I'm kind and thankful and appreciative. I know that I'm very grateful for the people in my life, both in my work life and my personal life, who have helped me to get to where I am today. But human capital is scarce. You know, the more that I've worked in this world, the longer I've lived, the more I realize that some people are just not cut out to dedicate themselves or, you know, it's just maybe not as focused, not as detailed. Everyone has their talents, what we're good at and what we're not. And, you know, the old me wants to sit there and judge somebody because, oh, they have bad grammar. But some of the folks that have bad grammar are the best quantum analysts in the world. So, you know, really knowing and being able to harness the value of each person in your organization is an important part of building a prosperous and and successful organization. I would venture to go so far as to say I've had over the years, I've had some dead weight in the various companies that I've run. You know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that if it doesn't cost you anything. I think loyalty is important. As someone who's owned real estate brokerages, having a little dead weight is pretty common. Talk to any real estate broker out there that manages an office of agents, and they'll tell you that 95% of the work is done by 5% of the team. And so that doesn't mean that that other 95 doesn't have value. There's capital value there as well, lead generation, et cetera. But what I've really grown to appreciate in the last three years since founding First Lean Capital, and this is now my third company that I have founded from scratch, the fourth company that I've been a partner of maybe fifth company that I've actually been a partner of in total. And in each one of those cases, we built the organization based on the folks that were part of it. You know, I had a a time when I thought that I had many years ago, over 10 years ago, I thought I had the greatest team on earth, only to find that one of my staff was actually a con man. And, you know, I had to go through you know, really testing my integrity, having to hire, I mean, even turning this, an ex-employee over to the FBI at one point. And, you know, I've had to make tough decisions that way. But in the most part, I've actually treated people, I think, with deference and with respect, just getting that, you know, we're all human. You know, yesterday I had a situation where one of the people near and dear to me in my human capital cadre was trying to speak to me. I was jacked up on coffee. This is, by the way, a probable, almost certain future in my life. Having done a lot of self-development myself over the years, I'm always trying to be a better person. One of the distinctions that I've learned of is something called a probable, almost certain future, which is not like a death, you know, it sounds a little strange. But it's meant to say that there's a lot of stuff in our lives 
that happen a certain way and will continue to happen a certain way because we're just programmed to go that way. And if you, it's not like it's anything that's wrong or that is awful about us, but it may be just a pattern, a vicious cycle that we're living through. A perfect example is my relationship with my daughter. I find myself, if I ever get angry at her, and, you know, because it's her grades or she's gone late to school or she this and that, you know, when I really stop and look at it, all of that, anytime I get angry, frustrated, annoyed by her, or there's some kind of persistent complaint, it really has to do with my commitment to her success and my commitment to being a good father flying in the face of what appears so at the given time. So going back to that human capital that, yes, interaction yesterday, you know, I've been working on a project now for a few weeks. It's a super secret, exciting, exciting opportunity. I'm one of probably four or five folks, people in the United States, in the globe, in the world that has an opportunity to do this deal and the vision and the background that to actually execute it properly. So I have become really attached to this deal. The more I love it, the more I do it, the more I love it. So jacked up on the excitement of that deal and the coffee that I drink every cup of coffee I drink every other hour throughout the day, I was completing a presentation and I handed it over to one of my team members and, you know, really got defensive about the about the notes that were being done. And really just kind of like over just anything to do with this this, this project. Uh, and, you know, what comes out, what I really got after looking at the conversation, the interaction, and, you know, and and maybe maybe I was being disrespectful, I don't know, but what I really got was that it's all in the face of doing the best, right? And I am committed to providing top quality service and execution in the highest level of production and professionalism. And every one of us has a different concept of what looks good or will present well. And and who am I to say that my vision of that is right or wrong? But it's only in a matter where you recognize the value of the human capital around you that you can really step back and say, hey, wait a second here. I, you know, I could not have done this without this, X, X and Y. And I just hope that I, my people feel respected and appreciated as much as I know that I do appreciate, respect, and love my people. Because growing a real organization into a, you know, something that is hugely successful, which is I know we're on the brink of here at First Lean Capital. It's not possible without good people. And one of the lessons I've learned recently, I was talking to a competitor of mine in the business who I respect tremendously. I would I would very clearly say this friend of mine was lower on the loan management totem pole than I was when I got in the business, when I met him over 10 years ago. 
And now he's probably the number three or four top private money managers in the scratch and dent and NPL business residential. And one of the things he told me a couple of weeks ago in Miami was that he pays his people very well. And even if he pay overpays them a little bit, he wants his folks happy. And I think that's a philosophy worth heeding. Now, I think there's a limit to that. Corporations tend to pay, overpay their top executives more than they should. But there's something to be said inside of organizations, private organizations like ours, that you really need to value what that human capital brings to the table. Because the reality is, is that especially in our business, where we are so aware of the human capital necessary. I mean, we could not do what we do working out troubled loans if it wasn't for the hard work, dedication of boots on the ground folks in every city and every state in America. It's part of our pitch. It's part of who we are. People kind of laugh when they hear that we have that, but we do have those kind of relationships, I think, because we respect people, because we're loyal, and we pay it forward and pay it back. So I don't know that today's real tidbits about human capital really really exemplify everything that I'm trying to say. We could certainly get more into the weeds about details, about hiring practices, how to choose, what to keep in mind, what I look for in my human capital. You know, for instance, me personally, I prefer to have people that I can tell what to do and let them do it and not babysit them. And if I, that's the whole point is let's put that human capital to the work, trusting the team that you've, that we've hired trusting the people that believe in our organization and trusting our choice as leaders on who the humans are that we've selected. That's it today for today's Real Tidbit. Don't forget the value of human capital in your work, whether it's your real estate practice, mortgage finance, or anything. Well, you know, maybe it's just a matter of having the right folks working at home. But that's all for today's Real Tidbit. If you like what you hear, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. We'll see you next week with another exciting episode of the Real Estate Lowdown. That's a wrap of today's episode of the Real Estate Lowdown. I enjoy bringing this content to you each and every week, and I really appreciate you tuning in. If you haven't already done so, please share the Real Estate Lowdown or any episode, any favorite episode with your friends, family, and you know, if you don't mind, leave a positive review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Remember to follow us so you don't do get notified every time a new episode is released. Love to hear from you directly at billbymel.com. Till then, see you next time. <laughs>